Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, and I'm on the line here with uh, Dr. Rob. We're both uh, natural health care doctors. We've been doing this for uh, quite some time. And what we mean by that is that we get you healthy, uh, not with drugs, not with surgery. We don't burn things out of your body in the name of health. Uh, we give you food, real food just happens to be in a tablet or a capsule form. That's what heals the body. Those are genuine replacement parts. And uh, we, the body will heal if you get the right food. And as we talked about earlier, we've got a problem in the United States with our food supply, the standard American diet. Unfortunately, it's the standard American diet, also known as SAD, um, has a lot of carbs, a lot of sugars. So our subject here today is insulin resistant, and we were talking about insulin resistant, which means that our body is making a hormone called insulin. Your cells are becoming resistant to, to that. The purpose of the insulin is to take the sugar that's in your blood out of the blood and put it into the cells for energy. And over time, if there's too much sugar, your cells become resistant, so it takes more insulin to move the same amount of sugar into the cells, and that's called insulin resistant. If that continues on for months or years, you turn into being diabetic. And uh, we said that it takes about 10 years to get a diagnosis like being diabetic. And this is what's happening in between those 10 years. Your body's trying to handle things, Things are breaking down and not functioning properly. So, Doc, um, we were talking about insulin resistant, and I just wanted to wrap up a, a thought before before the uh, break there that I was going to make, that when we're dealing with somebody that has insulin resistant, uh, there's a couple of things that we're looking at. Your liver holds a cup of sugar. Now, that's also a in water there's a lot of fluid in your liver your liver holds water and it holds in that cup of water there's uh, glucose or sugar so when you're dealing with somebody and you're trying to break this insulin resistant you have to deplete all that glucose in the liver then you have the muscles the muscles hold about four teaspoons full of uh sugar all your muscles in your body. If we took all the sugar out of it, it'd be about four teaspoons, believe it or not. And we have to deplete that too. Now, you don't have to worry about carbohydrates, so you don't have to worry about sugar in your body. Your body, if it needs sugar or it needs glucose, uh, it will make sugar. It's called glucose, glucose, Jenna, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a process in the liver that makes the sugar. Uh, and what we're trying to do is once we get the uh, sugar out of the liver, the sugar out of the muscles, then we go to uh, the fat. And that's what we call fat adapted. We're getting you fat adapted. All right. So that's the point I wanted to make. Doc, what do you got over there for us on this insulin resistant problem that we have? 
Well, I wanted to mention something from uh, this is some new research that's been done by uh, a Dr. Lustig. Um, he's he's talking about how um, this uh, insulin resistance um, in different parts of the body can make different diseases. Like uh, if you he says if you get uh, insulin resistance in the liver, you'll end up with type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. Or if you have insulin resistance in the uh, in the brain, uh, that would contribute to having Alzheimer's. Right. So there's it's an interesting uh, thought there. And, uh, you know, if you think about what's going on with the insulin resistance, you're not you're not able to get uh, proper um, uh, metabolic function in the cells in that organ. And if they're not if they're not able to uh, function correctly, then, of course, you'd have some kind of chronic effect or a a long term type of uh, problems that arise. And um, and so. Uh, when you remove that, there's there's a there's an interesting thing that happens when people stop eating uh, so much carbs, so much sugar, um, and that is um, it just seems like the body generally has uh, a, a, an easier time dealing with stressors, and also is um, uh, you know people start responding to the nutrition even better. So we you know we have people coming in the office all the time, and uh, usually you can tell. Uh, if somebody is really serious about their carbs, they're going to be going a, a lot further, a lot faster. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you you can you can change this all around. Now, most people, unfortunately, can't do it on their own. Now, what I recommend uh, when I'm working with somebody one on one is that they get this glucose monitor, uh, just like a diabetic would have. And, and I, I check my blood uh, sugar uh, all the time. I'm not diabetic. Everybody should be checking their blood sugar. And what we'll find is that uh, their blood sugar is, say, 120 in the morning time. Well, if you look at uh, what they recommend medically, 120 is acceptable. If you follow the medical guidelines that 120 for your glucose in the morning is acceptable, you'll be insulin resistant the rest of your life. You've got to get that insulin. You've got to get that blood sugar down. Well, you've got to break the insulin resistance, but you've got to get the blood sugar down to under 100, and ideally, we want it around 80, 85 is where we want to get that eventually. Now, if you're waking up and your blood sugar is higher than that, you may have a thing called the dawn phenomenon, which means your liver is dumping out that sugar uh, during the night. It goes through a cycle, it starts dumping out that sugar, and what will happen is um, you'll dump out too much sugar, then you have to form urine, your adrenals kick in, you form urine and you get up and go to the bathroom. Uh, Well, uh, what we do is we support that uh, liver. And here's a little trick that you can do that uh, I recommend to uh, patients to try is take two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in a little bit of water, cut it in water just before you go to bed. And that will actually help to support the liver at nighttime so that uh, eventually, now it might not work the first night, but you got to do it for at least three days to a week. Um, it'll support the liver and you won't be getting up and going to the bathroom. Uh, obviously, you're, you're not just going to throw apple cider vinegar in there. You're going to have to watch your carbohydrates. Carbohydrates, another way of saying sugar. We know that the body can only handle 75 net carbs. We know that in the blood, it can only handle 
and what is considered normal is one teaspoon of sugar in your blood. You have a gallon and a half of blood, and one teaspoon is the normal uh, that can be handled. The average American is ta- in, ingesting 31 teaspoons of sugar a day. So you can see what the problem actually is at that point. Yeah. Now, I, I, I wanted to, you got something else there, Doc? Oh, um, uh, no, go ahead. Well, I wanted to just go uh, on some more of these uh, symptoms. So you might not even have been aware of this insulin resistance. You might not even know about insulin resistance, uh, but it's becoming a big, big uh, problem. So earlier we said that one um, one of the problems or symptoms of insulin resistance is frequent urination. That could be during the day, but mainly at night, it's very noticeable. A person gets up two or three times at nighttime to go to the bathroom uh, to urinate. Frequent hunger. This would be like, oh, I need a snack. You know, This snacking between meals, uh, we never used to snack between meals until the 70s. I'm not sure how we started that. Somebody thought it was great for your metabolism. Maybe it was uh, marketing from uh, food companies wanting to sell you snacks. But we shouldn't be snacking between meals. Uh, That works for a short time with your metabolism, but not in the long run. You should eat breakfast and not snack again until, uh, and not eat again until uh, lunch. A snack to your body is a meal. And guess what? It's going to turn it into sugar. So this snacking between meals is, uh, is not a good thing. Also, here's another symptom. You need a nap after you eat. If you eat lunch and it goes, ooh, I could go take me a nap right now. Well, that could be insulin resistant or not being satisfied after eating. So you eat these meals and you're not satisfied. Now, here's a problem we run into, and, and uh, Doc, and you can uh, comment on this, is that people, when we start working with somebody and they're, ha- they're coming in carb adapted, so that means they got lots of carbs in their uh, diet, we're trying to cut the carbs out or cut them down, uh, then they'll say, well, I'm always hungry now and you're not satisfied after that meal, that's because there's not enough fat in the meal. And we got to get the fat in there. That's where the good fats come in into play. Right. Yeah, if we've got uh, enough fats there, there's going to be enough energy. And the great thing about fat, and this is funny because uh, fats have gotten such a bad name or have been given such a bad name, um, not not because they are uh, good fats are not bad, um, uh, but, uh, you know, the fats are the best fuel for your body because they are more energetic and mm-hmm. the energy lasts a long time. So these uh, when we talk about uh, eating a lot of sugar, people are doing these snacks between meals, the less fats and the more sugars you're eating. Uh, say you'll eat breakfast, and breakfast is just basically a, 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 an homage. <laughs> it's basically a uh, a tribute to all the carbs that are out there. Let me shout out all my carbs for breakfast. Right. Um, that's all that people can eat for breakfast these days because a normal breakfast is basically a carb meal. Um, right. So you go in and load up the body with carbs just as it was getting done with all the carbs from the previous day, you know, all night long you burn them and then it's done and you're done. Um, well, the breakfast loads you right back up and then you go into this carb roller coaster, we call it, where 
you eat some carbs, they don't last all the way to lunch, and so you have to, you start crashing and say, oh, advertising says, oh, you need a snack. Let's take care of that snack of carbs. And then you eat that carb snack, and you just get this in this carb roller coaster doing more and more carbs. Well, the fat is the answer to all that. Fats right. are long and sustained, and uh, if you're eating good fats, they're good for the body, and the body recognizes them, and it is uh, is very uh, good at using them for all day energy. Yeah, and what we're talking about good fats, we're talking about like coconut oil, olive oil, uh, grass fed butter, all those kind of things. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after the break. This is Dr. Brian Foley, and I'm on the uh, line here with uh, another doctor, Dr. Rob. Uh, We work together in our office at the Health and Wellness Center, and we are considered natural doctors. Uh, We handle all kinds of health issues. All health issues will respond and improve with nutrition. And in most cases, luckily for us, uh, they will resolve. We'll actually get rid of them. Uh, we've been talking about uh, insulin resistant. Uh, this is uh, this is kind of a hard one because uh, it takes a little persistence on the uh, patient's part. But a lot of times you can't do this on your own. You do need some professional help. You need a coach to uh, coach you through these things. Um, we were talking about how much uh, sugar is in the uh, liver. The liver holds a cup of sugar. The muscle's about four teaspoons of sugar. We got to burn up all that sugar uh, to get to the fat. There's a lot of water in the liver. So when you start burning up the sugar in the uh, in the uh, liver, you're going to lose a lot of water along with that, and you're losing a lot of weight. So you're going, oh, boy, this is working. Uh, I'm losing weight, two or three pounds a week. Woohoo! And then um, we get into the muscles, and it slows down. Now it's only about one to two pounds a, a week. And then we turn, and then we start getting into the fat. We got the liver uh, sugar burned up. We got the muscle uh, sugar burned up. Now we're into the fat, and now it's like a pound a week, or maybe a pound and a half, or half a pound. That is good. Hang in there. Now, we can speed that up with a few little tricks that we do along the way. But here's what happens. is The person gets frustrated. They were losing two or three pounds at the beginning. Now they're losing uh, weeks down the road. They're tapped into the fat. They're only losing a half a pound to a pound a week. And guess what they do? What do you think, Doc? They have a free day. Yeah, they would say, oh, this is not working so much. And so I need, what am I doing wrong? Or, oh, gosh, it didn't work after all. I'm just going to give up. Yep. And they or they'll say, I'm going to have a free day. And guess what they do? Go out and eat some carbs and fill up the liver again. So now they got to work on getting rid of the the sugar in the liver again. Then they got to work on the sugar in the muscles a little bit to get back to the fat, and then they get frustrated and they say, I can't lose any weight. Uh, I plateaued out. So this mm. is what we're talking about. That's insulin resistant. Uh, you do have to be a little patient with that. Now, we were going along with some symptoms here, and uh, an increase in urine frequency of increased uh, urination at nighttime is one of them. 
frequent hungry, we were talking about snacks in between, you, you feel like you need to eat a snack in between is insulin resistant, or can be, I should say. Needing a nap after you eat, uh, definitely insulin resistant. Not satisfied after eating, uh, that's insulin resistant, and we overcome that by getting more fat into the diet is what we want. Craving carbohydrates, big, big sign of insulin resistant. Tiredness, fatigue, low endurance, big sign of insulin resistant. Belly fat, you got that fat that kind of hangs over the uh, belt? Biggest common symptom of insulin resistant is belly fat. You can't get rid of that belly fat. And uh, you get caught in that trap of, oh, I plateaued out and uh, now I'm going to have a free day. So that is not good. Now, Doc, before we go on, I just want to mention real quick what we got going on at our office. Uh, the neuropathy, you hear the uh, ad on that. If you have neuropathy, uh, we have two uh, webinars coming up. We got one on Thursday evening and Saturday morning. The Saturday morning one fills up fast, so you do need to sign up for these. If you'd like to come to that webinar, just call 615-333-0056. 615 333-0056, and they're going to ask for your name, your number, and your email. Give us your email. I have to email you an invitation. We don't do anything. We don't give these emails to anybody. It's safe with us. Uh, you're just going to get your invitation. Uh, if you uh, want to come in during on Tuesday for a free day, it's all Tuesday. We call it our heart rejuvenation day. You come in, we open up our doors to the community, and we do, uh, we've got a high-tech uh, computer program that will listen to the heart sound and give us graphs and show us what nutrition you may be deficient in. All nutrition goes to the heart before it goes anywhere else. So if you're, nut you're uh, nu nutritionally deficient in the heart, you're deficient elsewhere in the body. So for that one, you can call 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. Visit us at our new website, uh, and that's youralternativedoctor.com, and doctor spelled out, youralternativedoctor.com. If you can't come in for some reason, uh, you can always request myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. This is another free service that we provide to get you uh, going in the right direction. You fill it out much like a quiz, send it in, and uh, Dr. Rob or myself will grade it and uh, give you a whole food, professional grade, nutritional protocol to get you started on your journey to better health. Um, I think that's about all we got, Doc. Yeah. All right. So I guess we can talk about our subjects now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there on insulin resistant that people uh, might not know about? Oh, well, I was just going to um, mention you talked about that Dawn phenomenon, how that uh, sugar gets dumped and <clears throat> and uh, then gets back and it'll wake people up and all that kind of thing. Well, uh, when when you're going uh, all night long without eating, um, you're of course, using up those uh, energy stores and things. The the, one, the biggest thing that you use energy, for, all of us use energy for, is uh, to create heat. 
Um, and so all night long, uh, you're burning you're burning energy without consuming any food, and uh, and so that's uh, you're burning all that up. And and uh, by the time you get to the morning, you're ready to go with uh, with the next meal and breaking the fast of your sleep. Um, but uh, when you are uh, people will do something called uh, a um, intermittent fasting. And when you do an intermittent fast, you don't eat after that whole night long of not consuming any carbs, any sugars, or anything. And uh, if you continue that on, um, you will get into that state where you're talking about, you know, you use up all the sugar in the liver and then all the sugar up in the muscles. But you can you can get through that a lot faster if you continue to not eat in the morning. Um, you'll give your liver a bigger break. You'll give your body a bigger break from all of these carbs that we throw at it. And that will uh, just increase this effect that we're talking about of uh, reducing, um, getting away from the carbs. And uh, it's like a body reset. It's really great. Right. Yeah. I think you're, uh, what you're talking about is uh, um, a way to eliminate that's one way you can help to eliminate and reverse this insulin resistance is by yeah. fasting. So uh, we call it a 24-hour a, a fast. Your last meal would be uh, supper time. Let's say you're going to do it tomorrow. Your last meal would be uh, supper tonight, and then you don't eat anything until uh, supper the next night. And some people can do that very easily. Sometimes you have to you, – you maybe can just skip breakfast and then go to lunch. Um, but you want to work it up to a 24-hour fast where you're not eating all day. Now, you can have some things uh, like water. You can, have, you can actually have coffee. You can have tea, like herbal teas, and you can have bone broth. Those will not stop a fast. And you can buy bone broth now in boxes. So you just heat it up in the microwave for about uh, five minutes or so, and you can sip on that. So, But some people have to really work to get that uh, – get that fasting going on there. And that's another sign. If you're having a hard time fasting, you can't fast all day. Uh, that's insulin resistant. That's another way to see if you're how insulin resistant you are. Also, yeah. uh, exercise, exercise helps to, uh, reverse insulin resistant, like resistant training helps, uh, walking, just walking 20, 30 minutes helps to burn up the blood, uh, in your sugar helps to maintain that. If you have inflammation, now there's some markers for inflammation, uh, like homocysteines and C-reactive protein is a lab test, a blood test that we do all the time. And when that comes back high, comes back uh, that you have inflammation in the body, that's a good indication of insulin resistant. Uh, one thing that can help bring that down, of course, is uh, fish oils, which have the omega-3s in there. And taking vitamin D, because remember, if you're insulin resistant, uh, it's affecting your vitamin D. And of course, when you do eat, you're eating a low-carb diet. You want to keep your carbs anywhere between uh, 25 or below per meal, 25 carbs or below per meal. The in increase the quality of your sleep. Now, this is, can be a hard one for people because they're getting up and going to the bathroom and all that. You could try the two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar with a little bit of water before bed. That will work. But we want quality of sleep. Um, 86% of all your healing goes on when you're sleeping. Now, Doc, we have uh, the heart rate variable that actually tells us the quality of sleep, right? 
Yeah, that's right. And it's very um, helpful. It is helpful. It helps to give us a guideline. How many people coming in would you say are getting good quality sleep that we see? <laughs> uh-huh. So few. It's yeah. uh, very rare that a person can uh, get a good score on the sleep because, uh, and along with all of these things, we're not managing energy well and we're not sleeping well. That's right. And that's part of the problem. We got to treat the body as a whole. We'll be back after the break. Listeners, you are listening to the longest running live natural health care show in Nashville. Uh, we've been getting people to take their first step on their journey to better health. Uh, we've been doing that for many, many years now, and uh, we always love to get the uh, feedback from uh, people. And matter of fact, uh, I'm going to read you a success story. So this one was, uh, this is what our patients are still saying. Uh, depression. I was crying daily. Emotional uh, emotions were unstable. Suffering from depression. And we said, "Well, how are you now? Now I have no emotional breakdowns after two weeks." So this is a person that came in. They were crying daily. Emotional upset. Unstable. Life really uh, for this person, uh, to say it bluntly, sucked. Okay, uh, you know, a, a depressed person's looking for a way out and. Uh, she was pretty close to uh, suicide. But uh, after two weeks, this is only two weeks being on uh, the correct supplements, uh, huge improvement and big relief for me. Now I can actually go out and do things without being upset. Thank you so much, Dr. Foley and Dr. Rob. So that's just one. Here's another one. No energy. Took naps daily. And again, here we go with insulin resistant. I have lots of energy now. I seldom take a nap, which I did daily before. I have lost 25 pounds. Well, you know you're not insulin resistant when you're losing that much weight. I used to stagger when I walk. Now I do not stagger. I have learned to cook and eat healthy. What a difference it's made in my life. I feel normal again. All right. That's just a couple of things that go on in our office. Uh, and a lot of it's due to uh, Dr. Rob and my knowledge on how to handle these uh, uh, these uh, problems here. And one of them, the big one that we have is insulin resistant. So we were talking before the break on how to reverse insulin resistance. And one of them is uh, exercise. That could be resistant training or walking, uh, aerobic. Either one will work. Uh, just get out there and do something. And it doesn't have to be hours and hours in a gym. 20 to 30 minutes is fine. Fasting. Dr. Rob brought up uh, fasting. A uh, big component, uh, proponent, I should say, of fasting. We like to uh, just uh, do a 24-hour fast. You may have to work up to that. Just skip a meal. Skip breakfast and just go until lunch. You know, this eating three meals a day is a modern phenomenon. Never in the history of man have we eaten three meals a day. And then in the 70s, we now are snacking in between meals. Uh, it's always been one or two meals uh, throughout the history of man. Now it's three meals a day since the modern times. 
Uh, decrease inflammation. That might mean that uh, we need to put some fish oils in there. Uh, there's two blood tests that we do, uh, C-reactive protein and homocysteines. Uh, also, vitamin D helps with inflammation. When you have insulin resistant, you are vitamin D deficient too. I can guarantee that unless you're taking vitamin D. Uh, we want to de decrease the sugar in our diet. We know our body can't handle more than 75 grams of carbs per day. Uh, our blood sugar normal is one teaspoon of sugar in our blood. We have one and a half gallons of blood into the body. The average American is eating 31 teaspoons of sugar per day. That's a lot of sugar to handle. Uh, and yeah. I, think we, I think we left off on this one uh, before the break, quality of sleep. We got to get you into not just time of sleeping, but quality of sleep. Uh, uh, Dr. Rob was talking about a uh, apparatus, a uh, computer program we have at our office that we can check the quality of your sleep. It's called the heart rate variable. Uh, it was developed by the Russians. Uh, the Russians. Well, they did do some good things. We got the heart rate variable, and it was designed to find out who's a professional athlete or who has the potential to be a professional athlete. We've had it for many years now. Uh, here's another one that will increase insulin resistance is stress. We got to find ways to get de-stressed. A good one, an easy one, is just go take a walk. But when you're walking, don't think about things you're stressed out. Take a 20, 30-minute walk. That falls under the exercise as well as de-stressing. And just look at things. Look at treetops. Look at uh, look at clouds. Look at things, and that blows what's called your anchor points out. So it gives you space, and you'll walk for 20 to 30 minutes until you feel better. You might hit a brick wall as you're walking. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. You're walking through exhaustion. But stress increases cortisol. And cortisol, over long periods of time, turns muscle into sugar. We don't want that. Another good thing mm -hmm. is lots of veggies, especially the fibrous ones. We want fiber in there. That helps to pull out, uh, pull out uh, sugar uh, in the uh, bloodstream. So lots of fiber. You know, in the standard American diet, we're, we're losing the fiber because it's so processed now. So fiber in the diet also helps. Even we, we have a whole food fiber. You can put in shakes at our office. We have it in capsule form, gastro fiber. So um, fiber is really good. And in the standard American diet, fiber is actually low. All right, Doc, you got something over there? Yeah, um, when we talk about all those, uh, the sleep, we're talking about the HRV um, heart rate variable test that we do. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to mention, I, I see very few people come in with a good sleep score. Um, that it, it can go negative, and that's where a lot of people are. And uh, and when they are starting to sleep better, that's I think that's one of the things that uh, we find first off when people start doing uh changing and turning things around in our office is that that sleep starts to improve. And, and that's such a huge component to, uh, your healing because, um, you're, you're starting to get this, um, uh, this time, the special time at night when your body does things that it can't do during the day, like, uh, like burn the fat and, and, uh, take care of all the toxins and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, detox. Um, and so when you start getting that sleep, 
um, things that we're talking about with all of these uh, all these different symptoms that we're talking about. Um, that's the beginning of of the turnaround of all of those is when you can start doing the things, taking um, the load off the body by giving it the proper nutrition. Um, the, uh, the now the insulin resistance, like we talked about, can uh, be uh, a little a little bit more challenging than the sleep. But who doesn't want to sleep right away? Uh, you know, sleep better right away. Um, so that's always encouraging. I love to see that uh, that people can um, can get something that helps to take the pressure off of their you know the stress and all of the uh, the load on their plate. Um, so that's really encouraging to me to to when they come in, I say you're yeah, headed in the right direction, and uh, just keep going there, and uh, and then eventually they get to that point where um, all of that you know that. The easy fat comes off first, and then we help them and coach them through the rest of that to get them all the way back. That's right. And that the reason we're focused on sleep a lot with al- almost everyone that comes in is 86% of all your healing goes on when you're sleeping. 92% of all your fat is burned when you're sleeping, not when you're awake. A couple other things on insulin resistant here. Uh, when we do a blood test on somebody, we're looking at their lipid panel, their cholesterol. Uh, they'll have a tendency to have low HDL, that's your good cholesterol, and low HDL and high LDL, your bad cholesterol, can be a sign of insulin resistance. So low HDL, low good cholesterol, and high uh, LDL. Uh, again, what will happen here is that somebody will be put on a statin drug, and a statin drug uh, will artificially make these numbers look well, but you're still walking around with insulin resistance. High blood pressure is associated with insulin resistant, a fatty liver. Now, there is no diagnostic tool for fatty liver. Most people find out they have a fatty liver by mistake. In other words, they're doing an ultrasound on your kidneys, and they say, oh, Uh, your liver is fatty, or they do a a CAT scan. We had a a lady come in, and no, it was an MRI. They could do a CAT scan, MRI, and uh, she said, I have a fatty liver. I said, well, how do you know that? She said they were doing a CAT scan. I said, they didn't do a CAT scan for a a fatty liver or an MRI for a fatty liver. She goes, no, they were looking for something else, and they they found the fatty liver. PCOS with women, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Uh, that's a sign of insulin resistant. And here's an interesting one, dark folds. If you have ever noticed your neck has like uh, these wrinkles, and but there's dark folds, this could be in the neck area, like in the back of the uh, head, your armpits, the groin area, you get these dark folds. Cysts, cysts coming up on your body, like a baker cyst. That's a big cyst that's in the uh, back of the uh, uh, back of the knee. They call it baker's cyst because bakers used to get these from standing all day and probably from eating all their bakewares, which is all <laughs> carbohydrates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, skin tags, also another sign of insulin resistant. Uh, of course, uh, inflammation, we talked about that. Sleep apnea can be a sign of insulin uh, resistance. Uh, slow metabolism. Now, we do another test, Doc. It's called the hair analysis, right? And the hair analysis is different than the uh, blood test. It gives us a longer view of what's going on, about a three to four month view of what's going on with your thyroid, your adrenals, your overall vitality. But the hair analysis also 
tells us whether you have a slow metabolism or not. Uh, a slow metabolism will show up on the hair analysis, and we can tell from that that you are insulin resistant. Of course, moodiness, anxiety, depression, irritability can all uh, be affected by this insulin resistant. Now, Doc, we're going to be breaking here shortly for a, a, a commercial. You got anything that you want to wrap this segment up with? Well, uh, just listening to all those, I mean, it's one thing uh, to be in and out on the uh, every day at the office, but when you put it all together like that, uh, really, <laughs> you've got a lot of things that are being uh, uh, caused by this insulin resistance, and uh, and when when you look at the uh, smoking gun of the sugar and the carbs that we eat, you could really say that's a big, big uh, driving cause of people's sickness in America. Yep, sure is. And get nice thing is, we can fix it. All right, we're going to take a short break. Be back after the alternative doctor dr rob we work together at the health and wellness center to get you healthy and do it all naturally and what we mean by natural is we don't burn things out of your body we don't cut things out of your body we don't medicate your body we don't give you injections no we give you real food whole food uh, genuine replacement parts are what we give you uh just happens to be in a tablet or a capsule form and guess what it actually works all health issues can improve with the right nutrition. Uh, we've got all kinds of ways to find out and make sure you're getting the right nutrition. Whole food, real food, professional grade is what we uh, use. All right, real quick before we uh, uh, get back into our subject of insulin resistant, and I wanted to talk a little bit about metformin because uh, we've had people come in and uh, they're not too concerned about their sugar uh, because they're on metformin. So we'll talk right, about right. that here in a minute. But uh, we do have uh, two uh, webinars coming up. we got one on Thursday night, one on Saturday morning, and that's that neuropathy webinar. I'm sure you've heard the ad if you're hanging in there listening to us. But if you'd like to attend that, 615-333-0056, 615-333-0056, please give your uh, email. We do, not, uh, we do not give away your email or give it to anybody else. 615-333-0056. If you'd like a free health survey, you can't make it into the office right now, you don't live in this area, you're traveling through, uh, we can give you a free health survey. This is a free service that we do out of uh, the goodness of our hearts, as my mother would say. Uh, my free health survey at gmail.com. Just email me. Give me your first name, your last name. And if you want to go to a different email, put that email in there. But it's my free health survey at gmail.com. And uh, Dr. Rob and myself, once we get those in, we'll sit down, we go over them, we put together a whole food, real food 
uh, nutritional protocol for you to handle these symptoms. It's much like taking a quiz. It doesn't take long. We email it to you, you email it back, and uh, you're off and running. We'll tell you how you can get the uh, supplements. Uh, we work and partner with Standard Process, so we have our um, website with them, and uh, you can buy directly uh, through them now. Through me, through them, I guess you could say. All right, and also go visit our website, youralternativedoctor.com. Uh, go visit that. Find out. There's information on there that uh, it's a brand new website. There's information on there that uh, we don't talk about on the uh, radio. Uh, it's being updated now daily. Uh, all kinds of good information on there. All right. So, Doc, before, uh, before we wrap this up, we do have to talk about metformin. Uh, metformin is the uh, medication that uh, is given for diabetes, even though we're talking about insulin resistant. This is where people are heading towards metformin. And uh, what metformin does is it uh, increases the sensitivity to insulin. So uh, you, it makes the cells want the insulin a little more. And it decreases the production of the glucose from the liver. Now, What's the problem with all medications, whether it's uh, prescribed or over-the-counter? They have side effects. Yes. And maybe you can talk about our side effects here in a little bit. But here's what's uh, what the side effects of metformin. Uh, it causes diarrhea, nausea, abdomen pain, gas. And here's a big one. It increases lactic acid, which affects your pH. It decreases vitamin B12, folic acid. And uh, it's kind of funny because uh, we have to handle, to handle somebody's high blood pressure, we have to handle their sugar. And guess what? Almost everybody needs folic acid. And it comes in the B12, folic acid B12. So uh, that hit that right on the head. The problem with metformin is it never addresses the root cause of the problem, which is high levels of sugar in the diet, frequent eating, those are those snacks again. And really you can't take metformin if you have a kidney problem or a liver problem, it'll mess things up. So doc, um, maybe you could give the listeners a couple of things that we use uh, at from standard process for blood sugar and tell them the side effects of what happens uh, when we actually give them whole food nutrition. <laughs> so, yeah, we we use um, uh, standard process whole foods, which is the answer to, uh, you know, all this um, all these other, uh, you know, solutions that are out there. The, the drugs and things are just going to give you some other kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, unwanted result down the road. Just to deal with this one now, you're going to uh, come up with a few others in, down the road as well. So real food is where it's at. So uh, the standard process uh, product, which is a whole food uh, therapy um, would, that we use a lot of the time, is going to be your Diaplex. Um, it's a uh, food for the pancreas. It's going to be um, helping to uh, to to rehab the, the pancreas and get uh, it to function correctly again, and um, it helps people to regulate their blood sugar. Now, it doesn't uh, totally uh, do everything because you do have to reduce the carbs and the sugars, but um, it's going to get you on that track much faster. 
That's right. So Diaplex is is fantastic uh, one to start with. We also have cinnamon, but you you can't just take cinnamon and just kind of shake it on your food or in your wherever you're putting it in your drink or whatever. It has to be in therapeutic dosages. Uh, so we have it in a pill form. We have it in a liquid form. But cinnamon is also a good one. We have another one from um, uh, another company that we uh, deal with, which is called uh, Systemic Formula. And that's Sinulin. Or is, yeah, Sinulin. Uh, that will bring your A1C down almost two points, uh, that one. Now, Doc, you forgot to tell them about the side effects of what we do. Oh, well, uh, we, we do have side effects. We got to admit that um, yeah. <laughs> when we uh, when you take whole food therapies, you're going to have uh, things like better sleep and uh, more energy. Um, yeah. You're going to have other symptoms. Uh, say you've got this uh, high blood sugar and you're taking the Diaplex or the Sinulin. You're going to have that uh, improve, uh, yeah. of course. But then you're going to also have, uh, you know, that. The, the effect is that your body is using that energy more uh, uh, in a better way and you'll be able to not have the crashes. So it's uh, it's we do have to admit we do have some of those side effects there. Yeah, I know. Those are horrible side effects. And uh, <laughs> well, good thing we had to tell everybody about those. So what we are doing is we're looking at uh, medicine as a short term solution like your metformin. If you're taking metformin, uh, also known as glyphosate, uh, not glyphosate, glycophosphate. Phage is what it's called. Uh, glyphosate is some, something else in Roundup. Uh, but your metformin, if you're taking that, we want to look at that as a temporary solution, not a permanent solution. It buys us some time. It brings that uh, blood sugar down so we can repair the pancreas. We can repair the liver. We can get the um, sugar back under control. We can break this insulin resistant. It can all be done. All you have to do is just call our office, 615 615- Three 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 zero zero two one, and tell them you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you heard us on the radio hey doc I hear that music coming on that means we have to end our uh, show next week next time same time we'll see you then different subject alright see you then strives to provide accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health-related condition. No sickness.